Welcome to Abiding in Christ. Acts 17.28 says, In Christ we live and move and have our being. This program is designed to instill in you that all your needs are met when you put Jesus Christ first in your life. Listen now to the Holy Spirit as a Bible teacher and host, Leisha Cantrell, reveals the Word of God. 2 Timothy 3.15 From your childhood you have had a knowledge and been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to instruct you and give you the understanding for salvation which comes through faith in Christ Jesus through the leaning of the entire human personality on God in Christ Jesus in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. Praying in Christ's name means coming in prayer on the basis of Jesus' merits, not ours. Christ's full name is the Lord Jesus Christ, which means Jehovah, the Savior, God's anointed. That is the name of the one whose merit we depend on for access to God. We cannot think in any way that God will hear us and because of our virtue. We cannot come to him in our own name. As the opening verse of the Sermon on the Mount tells us, poverty of spirit, instead of being a bully, it means the meekness, is the basis upon which we come to him in humility. Matthew 5, 3. If we come in poverty of spirit, relying on Christ and not ourselves, we can expect our prayers to be answered. Hebrews 11.1, 1, Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. When we realize that faith is a spiritual force within us that brings us what we desire into this natural world, we can begin to fathom its awesome power Faith is truly the substance of a healthy and prosperous life. It is literally the creative power of God entrusted to mankind. It is the essence fabric of what we want being manifested by the agency of the Holy Spirit. It is the essential fabric of what we want being manifested. It is the governing force of life and the first cause of all experience. By faith we can have literally anything we want that is within the boundaries of God's will. Prayer is the incubating of our petitions as we ask, seek, and knock, and Holy Spirit develops our petitions by influencing and editing them until we come into a union with God's will, as Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7 and 8. As we persevere in prayer, Holy Spirit comes to our aid within hidden influences until we are praying God's will and our Heavenly Father grants our request. 1 John 5, 14-15, and this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness which we have in Him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request according to His will that is in agreement with His own plan, He listens to and hears us. When we pray the principles, when the principles for agreement originate in God, 
and are rooted in prayer and remain dependent on God, it is the means that two can come into agreement with God and therefore with each other. The underlying cause allows us also to interpret the above passage spiritually, where the spirit, soul, and body concur and do not have a war of opposing wills between them as the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And so we always um, come into any relationship in the marriage relationship uh, with the prayer of agreement. And it is um, a spiritual process because we're looking at spiritual laws that are already set in place by the divine creator that when someone says I I'm falling in love what's really happening is that they're um, juxtaposed with someone where the spiritual forces the spiritual laws God set in place for for relationship gender uh, coordination has has become affected and now you're being bound together in the soulish realm and if you're a Christians then it is also in the spiritual realm which rules over the soulish realm so this is the key um, to come to understanding and life overall to work is when you're playing by the rules that God has given if um, you don't want a free fall into love in other words without um, having that check within your spirit is this God's will because it, the spiritual forces of the nuptial and of the relational factor of gender do have an effect on you and you must discern is you know you must discern if you should proceed with this or if this is God's will and you want to do that adamantly and early so that you don't get beyond um, a matter of control where you can you know work with God to know why you're here and how you got here and how to get back out again if it isn't his will and so um, a Reverend John Stott um, when he was younger got into a relationship that he thought could be proceed into marriage but after a while, he just never had an, a, a drawing from God that this was to continue. And after a while, he realized it wasn't so, he broke it off. Then thinking that he, at that point, he had not totally dismissed the whole factor of marriage. So he got involved with someone else and thought the same, that this could pro potentially materialize into marriage. But it happened again where it was not, he had no green light from God to go forward with this. And so at that point, he discerned and he began to realize that it was not God's will for him to marry at all. So this is a, the most fundamental thing in life that people have to deal with is would I marry or not? Because then if it's a not, then life has to protect you from the... Um, the pull of the forces, spiritual laws, and so you have to gun, 
guide yourself in a different way. You have to be led by God in all things, and you have to be realize that you need to avoid, you have to have safeguards so that um, you don't weaken your relationship with God. There's nothing that takes precedence over your relationship with God. It, it would never be worth it. So whatever you ask for, you will receive it from the Father through being joined heirs with Christ. And the first most important factor is to know God's will. Because if you're out of God's will, that's enmity with God. You can't just do your will in some things and expect God to accommodate you. In other words, yes, God created marriage, but it's not an obligation. And it also has to have the specifics of your life, of God's will for you, uh, depending on his calling, which you may not even know yet, or what is even ahead and involved in that calling. So missionaries that know that they're going to a country where they could could be killed have to take that kind of thing into consideration and there the ways of god he says my ways are not your ways my ways are higher than your ways so we have to be humble before god to seek his will no matter what the situation is marriage or anything else um, so that we go on the path because some things just seem like a given you know you just you just go along the lines of um, living your life and, and you don't have any um, safeguard from falling in love. So therefore you present yourself with a situation where you may not realize it, but this will deter you off of the path of God for your life and other factors because you're not in his will here. You're not take, walking in step with God. Walking in step with God through life in stride with him is the most important factor of the Christian life. Once we're into the kingdom of God, we have to obey the nudges of the Holy Spirit. And it can't just be, I'll do this, uh, God, and, and if you, if you uh, don't agree, then you can just let me know. You, you can't just expect God to interfere in your plans. Um, you have to be listening. And if you're really going forward with your plan, um, you're drowning out the voice. There's white static coming up that's keeping you from really discerning the influences of the Holy Spirit. So the lust of the flesh is um, the faculties of the natural soul without the reason reasoning of the Holy Spirit. So if you factor out the reasoning of the Holy Spirit um, and just expect God to cut you off, you know, uh, sometimes he may, he'll, he'll work with you, but to do God's will and to really be living the Christian life, you have to be seeking God's will. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these other things will be added unto you. But he must purify the motives and intents of your heart. He must have your full attention. You can't be wavering because the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, James 1.6. So God speaks to be heard through the clarity of Scripture. The Holy Spirit has generously and advantageously planned Holy Scripture in such a way that in the easier passages, he relieves our hunger. In the more obscure, 
he drives away our pride. Practically nothing is dug out from those obscure texts which is not discovered to be said very plainly in another place. That's from St. Augustine. The words spiritually minded mean to be possessed by the spirit or to be controlled and dominated by the spirit. It means that the person who walks after the spirit minds the things of the spirit day by day, hour by hour in each situation. George Mueller and his wife would pray about three times a day on the orphanages and, and the ministry that God had them in. And it is the Spirit of God who draws the believers' minds to focus upon spiritual things. The Spirit of God lives within the believer. He is there to work within the believer, both to will and to do God's good pleasure. He is there to keep the mind and thoughts of the believer focused upon spiritual things. The believer keeps his or her mind upon developing spiritual character and fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Galatians 5, 22-23. Grace and peace to you. Many people like to get a fast response for prayer requests, so I'm giving you my post office box number so that you can send a letter and make a prayer request or send a donation that way. Write to Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, P.O. Box 460512, Denver, Colorado, 80246. You may also listen to the programs again and download them, as well as find contact information on 670kltt.com on the weekday program guide. Click on Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, and you'll be right there at my website. Thank you for joining me weekly here at Abiding in Christ Ministries for Kingdom, Covenant, and Mediator.